This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. Welcome to Faith in Action. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, you know, it has been a little while since we've mentioned Kroger, and we never want to tell you where to shop, and we don't care where you shop, really. But if you shop at Kroger, and if you have one of those Kroger reward cards, you could be doing us a big favor by doing something very, very simple. If you go to our website, catholicradioindy.org, catholicradioindy.org, and in the center, about halfway down, you'll find a Kroger logo and a little bit of explanation there. If you click on there, you'll go to a website, and they're going to ask you a couple questions, uh, like the number on your Kroger card and what charity you want to support. And if you would be so kind as to type in three words, Catholic Radio Indy. Be sure to use all three, Catholic Radio Indy. You're all done. You never have to think about it again. You don't have to mention it at the store. There's nothing special about your card, but every time you uh, buy a gallon of milk, a loaf of bread, a pizza, whatever it might be, um, Catholic Radio gets a small percentage. So we've got a lot of listeners, and if everybody does that, well, it helps us out a whole bunch. So again, Catholic Radio Indy, I-N-D-Y, catholicradioindy.org, and just click on the Kroger logo, and uh, you'll be helping us out a whole bunch. Yeah, and I also want to mention that we are on the Facebook platform, so if you happen to be there as well, um, you can find us. We are the official Catholic Radio Indy uh, Facebook page, and uh, you can follow us there. You can like us there, and you can get all of our um, content. We put a lot of content up there, just kind of what's happening on, uh, what's going on here at Catholic Radio Indy. So that's the official Catholic Radio Indy Facebook page. Now, things are going to get messy from here on. (laughs) Things are going to get, things are all nice and clean. Now they're messy. Well, yes, that's true. And that's a great lead. And um, well, marriage and family life is a joy. But as you said, Jim, it can be quite messy at times. So our topic today um, on today's Faith in Action is going to be how to strengthen your marriage and family life. And we'll be talking about a new play and pray challenge uh, for this summer. It's actually, I don't think it's brand new, but it's it's fairly new. Um, and here from the Messy Family Project Ministry are its co-founders, co-founders, Mike and Alicia Hernan. So welcome to Faith in Action. Great to be with you here, Bridget and Jim. Yes, it's awesome to be seeing you guys once more time. <laughs> well, you know, I really, really love your ministry. I really love what you're doing. It, it's such a joy when I see your content and hear you guys do your podcast and um, all that. But I want, for people that maybe aren't familiar with your uh, ministry, what is the Messy Family Project? Yeah, we are a uh, nonprofit uh, Catholic organization uh, whose mission is really to help parents embrace their sacred calling. We want to um, strengthen marriages, uh, empower parents, and bring families closer to Christ. And uh, our hope is, is that we pull back the veil and not be this uh, Pinterest-perfect, uh, you, know, uh, you know, card that, that is, that is you know, unattainable, but to make it very reasonable, very realistic, a challenge, and a little messy, but it's full of joy and, and probably the greatest adventure this side of heaven. And so we reach parents. We, have, we actually started our ministry um, with a podcast that we did as a hobby that turned into our full-time ministry. So we have our podcast, but then we also have our website with um, downloadable guides and videos and even courses now. We're expanding. So now we're even doing courses for parents to help um, strengthen them in their vocation as a Catholic parent. 
Now, uh, we've whetted people's appetite here a little bit. Where can they find the podcast? Yeah, so you can find the podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, but also at our website, MessyFamilyProject.org. And you have this new uh, venture called... I think it's it's play and pray. I had pray and play, play and pray. I yep. mean, I guess they play go, is first. Yes, <laughs> play is first. Um, how'd you come about that? How'd you come up with that? What is it exactly? What are you trying to accomplish there? You know what? So often these like initiatives that we come up are very spontaneous, and then we just kind of like, yeah, we should do that. Let's jump in and do it. <laughs> so this was last year. Um, last year, actually, right before COVID, we in the started, midst of COVID. Yes, yeah, we had this idea to do um, a challenge for parents to in, to um, to encourage enthronement to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And so we realized that um, if you want, if we want people to pray with their kids, they really need to play with their kids. And so those two things have to go together because kids. Yes, they experience. They can experience the love of God. Some children have a really deep spirituality, but where does that come from? That comes from the relationship with their parents. We're laying that foundation for our children's relationship with God through our relationship with them. And how do we build a relationship with kids? You play with them. Yeah. You play with them. <laughs> so we realized, hey, if we want people to enthrone the sacred heart of Jesus, we need to also encourage them to play with their children. So we came up with this idea of a challenge. Through Actually, we got an inspiration from another family who does this um, with their kids. So first of all, one, three parts of the challenge. Number one, have a family fun day. So it could be one day where you, it's almost like a date with your kids where you are doing something with them that they like to do. Then second, uh, do a date night with your spouse. And then third, enthrone the sacred heart of Jesus within your home. Yeah, make Jesus the king of your home, right? Because I think that when we look out, um, so many Catholics, whenever we're traveling around or via email or connecting in with us, uh, people are always asking, how do I pass on the faith to our kids? How do yeah. we keep our kids you know, Catholic and, and, and alive in the faith? These are the three simple things that families need to do. The three pillars and foundations of a good Catholic family culture. Now, you call your ministry the Messy Family Project. Tell us a little bit about your messy family. Yeah, yeah. So we have <laughs> 10 children, and it's, you know, that can get things a little bit hairy, right? And uh, we always felt like we were uh, clinging to each other in a sea of children, right? There was always something going on. And so our, our youngest is eight going on uh, 19, uh, and, no, and our oldest is 25. So we have two oh. married children, and uh, actually three grandchildren, and uh, two more grandchildren on the way. So we are, uh, it's a full house. Uh, but it's a lot of joy, and never got perfectly clean. Uh, yeah. So we have five kids who are kind of, we say, would be successfully launched, so to speak, mm -hmm. and then five children still at home. So we're like, you know, we're in both worlds here, still feeling like through our grandchildren and mm -hmm. times they live here in town with us, um, which is a great joy. So we're still around toddlers because, you know what, you forget how much energy those little kids <laughs> take. <laughs> so I am so grateful that they're still around, that we can still be with them, because it gives us a lot of empathy for mm -hmm. the parents that we're talking to. Mm -hmm. um, but then at the same time, we're also, you know, learning how to be in-laws, learning how mm -hmm. to be grandparents and what our role sure. is there. So 
Yes, the, the, it keeps us on our toes. Now, how long ago did you start the Messy Family Project ministry? Yeah, so we started as a podcast back in 2015, so a little over six years ago now. And then um, as a full-time ministry, it's been a little over three years. Okay. Yes, now, we had you... over, like, and, over 150 podcasts wow. and a, a million downloads um, of the podcast itself. So, yeah, yeah. So we're, it, and it's all <laughs> pretty much spread by word of mouth. Now, I mean, as, your fa- just... as your family has matured over those five years, has the ministry changed any from where you started? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> our, our 100th episode actually interviewed our kids, and so we had the yeah, the, the, the bottom five and the top five, and, uh, and I figured I could edit it if they said anything I didn't really want. <laughs> 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 um, but I feel like it is it has really matured for us. I look back and I almost think, oh, we should delete some of those early episodes. Yeah, I, I thought feel the like same we, thing. <laughs> you know, we learned, but it, it, it's also part of our brand. You know, we're a little messy. You know, we're not perfect, uh, but it's really a, a, a kind of a, 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 for us, it's become a, a challenge both in our uh, our family life to say, hey, you know, we don't want to be the people who are always out there talking about marriage and family life, and we're not spending time right. with our, our own kids, right? So it's that, that, that constant that we've got to step up our game and investing in our kids. You know, and an example we were just talking about right before this, this interview it was technology. And so we've done a number of podcasts on kids and, and their screens and devices. And we're just our, talking to our teenage sons about it. They were just because there. Yeah, the, the, yeah we're, we're, we're still struggling along with parents, you know, mm-hmm. and so we don't want to ever uh, present an image that we have arrived as parents, you know. <laughs> and we also, um, about a third of our podcast talks specifically about marriage and the marriage relationship. And that is one area in which we have been, <laughs> we have changed yeah. since we started this ministry because we are working together. Like we've never run a business together, you know, and like we run our home, but we all, we both had our separate organizations that we were working in and helping to direct. But now that we're doing it together, that's kind of like <laughs> giving us a whole new level <laughs> of challenge relationship. Marriage. So instead- yeah, we're, we're to working on it <laughs> instead of marriage 101 you're at marriage 201 or something right yeah, when you exactly. when you start yeah, the uh you know start the working together i gotta ask you I, i'm sitting next to jim here in the studio and we have a picture of the sacred heart of jesus and i'm i'm just wondering why two questions here why did you pick the sacred heart of jesus you know kind of to enthrone and then what does that mean when you actually enthrone the Sacred Heart of Jesus. How do you do that? What, what does it mean? Do you say certain prayers? Are you, mm-hmm. t- tell me, explain that. So when I, um, we, well, there's a couple reasons to begin with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. One, on a personal level, is my grandmother, my Italian grandmother in uh, Manhattan, New York, <laughs> where she grew up, had a great devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And then when I grew up, my parents also had a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and I come from a family of ten myself. And when people would ask my mom, how did you, you know, raise your children to be such great Catholics? And she would say, consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So St. Margaret Mary received several visions of Jesus, and in that, and from those visions, he, we um, have distilled these twelve promises that the Sacred Heart of Jesus gave to St. Margaret Mary, and they have been now given to us. If you, read, you can read books and things and devotionals on them. And many of those promises have to do with family life, yeah. that family life will be blessed, that family members will be entered into heaven 
when you honor Jesus and when you make him the king of your home and the king of your family. So really, those devotes, when we got married on our, um, you know, at our, in our wedding ceremony, we did a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We gave those, you know, we paid, um, prayed, <laughs> prayed a act of consecration to our Lord in His Sacred Heart um, during our wedding ceremony. So this has been a part of the Hernan family spiritual values, if you will, for a long time. And so that, plus the fact that the Sacred Heart of Jesus is like the consecration, concentration of love, right? This is Jesus's love for humanity being shown. And so when, so when we enter into that, that can help families, because families are the school of love. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just um, thinking about, I, before we started the, the interview the, this morning, I shared with um, Mike and Alicia that I was so inspired by what they're doing here that I decided to order an icon of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I'm looking around my house. It's like, okay, I know I've got one somewhere here, really small. I think I need a bigger one. So I just, I have an icon collection. So uh, um, anyway, I went and got one. So I'll be getting it, be getting it soon, Great. getting it soon. <laughs> but but awesome. talk talk about the enthronement. What is that and how do you... What do you do exactly when you're going to do the enthronement? Yeah, so again, if you think of the words enthronement, we're, we're creating a throne for Jesus in our home. You know, and so we, we have, there's a uh, preparations, and now it can be, you know, there are different levels of preparation that you right. could do. We have kept it the, as simple as possible, and in our package, it's three days of preparation, but that there are some prayers, some scripture readings, our children and to get our family together, because it isn't simply about putting up an image. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is part of it, but it's, it's about the preparation spiritually in your home and saying, we're making room um, for Jesus, and we're going to place him as in a place of honor, and so that we're preparing for three days, and then we have a sermon. Now, ideally, uh, you, you know, you're all attending Mass together as a family, receiving communion, there have been times where we actually had a priest celebrate Mass in our home, if that's, mm-hmm. if that's possible, mm-hmm. and that you're really blessing the home. And then you, as parents, are saying, we're claiming this along with our children, and you make a proclamation. And we've always done it where you put that image, that icon, that statue, that beautiful um, image in a, in a prominent place, and you sign you make a pledge. You're renewing your um, baptismal promises, but right. then you're making a commitment, um, and it has a, a beautiful little formula uh, where you say, we as a family claim Jesus as a home, or, or, as, as the king of our home, and we go around and bless our home with, mm-hmm. uh, with holy water. So it's really a public proclamation to whoever comes in your home. They can see Jesus as king of your home. Yeah. So it is a public declaration that Jesus Christ is the king of our home. And, and one of the ways that you can do that, too, Mike mentioned the three days, but you can also do nine First Fridays in a row. Sometimes we would like to do that during at the beginning of the school year, September. We go September through June, and then that's nine First Fridays that you go, you go to Mass as a family, and you offer prayers of reparation to our Lord for the ways that his heart has been ignored and offended. And... Um, yeah, I think it's just a beautiful way to bring our children into relationship with our Lord. And and June is the feast of the Sacred Heart, um, yes. you know, the month of the Sacred Heart, right? And uh, but mm-hmm. it's, it's always good. It's, there, there's it's always a good time to enthrone Jesus in your right. heart and in your family. <laughs> Enthroning Jesus never goes out of style. On that note, we need to take <laughs> we need to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, dance challenge that's kind of connected with this. So stay tuned for more <laughs> faith in action. 
Most of us like to keep up on what's going on in the world and try to catch a little news each day. Did you know that you can catch the very latest Catholic news right on our website? We have news from Rome, from around the world, and here at home, updated every day so you always know what's going on from a Catholic perspective. Check it out. Go to CatholicRadioIndy.org and look for the Catholic news headlines. There's always something new at CatholicRadioIndy.org. Hurting cars, trucks, homes, businesses, workshops, garages, man caves, and she sheds. We're with you wherever you go. Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio, and we're talking with Mike and Alicia Hernan, the founders and speakers with Messy Family Project. And we're talking about the, let me see if I get it right, the Play and Pray Challenge uh, for this summer um, to honor the sacred heart of Jesus and to enthrone him in your life and also visibly in your home. We just talked, uh, we chatted a little bit about there, and I wanted to ask about this. There's part of a, there's a dance video as part of this challenge. <laughs> so tell me about this. I have to, I have to crack up because I watched yours and I forgot how many children you had. And I'm like, wow, how do they get anything done with all this ministry? <laughs> at certain age, kids think dancing on video is really cool. <laughs> at certain ages, they think it's kind of awkward and ugly. And other ages, they just don't want to do it at all. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, I figured that, you know, in, in, in the early parts of um, our lives, the our kids, um, you know, they were embarrassed by us, you know, sometimes doing things, you know, and we embarrass them, now they're embarrassing us. You know, it, it all works out. But, mm-hmm. but the, the idea of the dance-off is really to celebrate the joy of family life. You know, there are so many things that are attacking families today, so many forces that are arrayed against us. But at the heart of what it means to be a family, which I think is really under threat and under, you know, there's so much in our culture that's, and we need to celebrate the joy of family and just dance. And there's this great song, and, and we actually had a young family who, who brought the song to us, and we, you know, kind of gotten permission to use this as part of our Play and Pray Challenge. And we're just encouraging families to share a little dance, you know, their best dance moves possible, or and the song's only two minutes long. So even if they did like fifteen seconds or thirty seconds and send it to us or shared it on social media, that would just—I feel like that really spreads the joy of Catholic family life. And then, what are you going to do with the videos that they send to you? Yeah, so we're going to be compiling some of the videos in and making a fuller one, right? So we, depending on how many we get. Um, we'll, we'll be selecting and having a little bit of, of families all across the country, all across the world, as part of this, showing the beauty uh, in the diversity mm-hmm. of, of, of family life. Yeah. So I want to get to, before we run out of time, which we still have about, about 10 minutes left, I want to get to what, what, how do people sign up for this pray or play and pray challenge? Yes, you can just go to our website, messyfamilyproject.org slash challenge and give us your name and address, and we actually are going to be sending out Play and Pray stickers, as well as a prayer card um, with Sacred Heart of Jesus and a prayer on the back. So, um, yeah, and we for free, and that's for all for free. And we've also contacted a number of priest friends who love and support our ministry, and they have agreed to offer Mass for the intentions of any family who signs up for the Play and Pray Challenge. So the end of this month, we'll be sending all of those names to our wonderful fathers who are praying for all of these wonderful Catholic families literally all over the world. People are signing up all over the world. And, um, yeah, and so that's, uh, that's 
that's what you do, and we'll send you those things. And the download on our website is for free that will give you ideas and the prayers to say, and we just want to make it really, really easy and accessible for families. Yeah, so that, that download you'll get right away. It'll be digital uh, download that has the whole play and pray uh, challenge uh, resource guide. So it's got tons of ideas for what, what could you do for a family fun day? How about date night ideas? Whether it be a date night on a dime or, you know, if you want to go right. more elaborate, um, as well as all those prayers and the ceremony of enthroning the Sacred Heart. So it's really trying to be as, as helpful as possible and making it as simple for families uh, to be a part of this. We have a little over 400 families who have signed up to date, and uh, and we just, we're just we blessed. We're honored to be a part of this, because I think it is going to change the world. Making Christ the king of the family, I believe, will begin to make him king of the world. I don't know if you, you've noticed this, but in your in your dance video, there was an animal that ran by in the back. <laughs> And I had to, I had, I had to blow it up. I'm like, was that a fox or what was that? And it turned out it was a dog. So uh, must have been your family dog. And I'm like, even the dog was in there. Even the dog was in there. So I don't know if you, if way in the back, very, very small. Of course, I noticed the animal. But anyway, I love, I love your ministry. It's so practical. And I know something else that you're doing is that you've been having these virtual events since um, kind of COVID happened. So talk a little bit about those and how how those have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when, when COVID happened, um, you know, a year ago, so so long ago, hopefully <laughs> in our distant memories, mm-hmm. as fast as possible, um, we realized that people were feeling very isolated and especially people trying to pray together with their own children at home when we didn't have, weren't not able to go to public mass. So we started doing um, first date nights to just encourage families and to give them some ideas on how to celebrate Easter together and celebrate Holy Week. And then we kind of expanded from that to, hey, let's just do date nights just to get, you know, couples together. Yes, yes, and give, like, free downloads and and time where people could ask us questions and do live Q&A. And so we've continued to do those probably, like, every quarter or so, you know, like about three times a year we do public date nights. Um, And so we also want to encourage people to to do something that we call the family board meeting, which is a time for couples to sit down and look at their families and kind of do some strategic planning, if you will, for their families. And so we did a whole webinar on that. And, um, and then if people wanted to, they could do a paid course with us um, so where we walk them through that whole process. So, yeah, so the, all of these um, date nights are times for us to just hear from families and, because we really want to serve them. And, um and answer any questions or concerns that they may have, and and just encourage them. So, is there like a date night webinar where you guys all get together, kind of like as a <laughs> chat or whatever? Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had a date night actually did with uh, Scott and Kimberly Hahn, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was just great them sharing their insights over the many years of parenting, what what struggles and challenges and, and how they got through marriage and different things that they, they, they came up. And it was, it was so wonderful. And we had a couple other folks that we've interviewed in the past, and it's, uh, it's really a joy for us as we see, you know, hundreds of couples that come through and, and are participating in those date nights and the, their marriages, their families that are renewed, strengthened, that they're taking those effort, that step forward, that effort to really become more intentional um, right. As moms and dads, as husbands and wives, and it's fun for us to hear from them, and because you know, you're in the podcast, it's just one way, right? Mm-hmm. But to be able to get on Zoom and just have people actually ask us questions and talk to us, we just absolutely love that. We yeah. love that. We love talking with our listeners. 
And if I could throw one other thing in, that because of COVID, um, it, 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 we also launched into a member site. So we called them we called the Messy Family Neighborhood because people were asking for more connection, more community. And so we have an online virtual community where we uh, stay connected on a regular basis, both them with uh, each other. We do day other, nights with the, and, with the neighborhood once a month. I mean, that's right. a more regular thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's become very, it, you know, people are dying for community. No family is meant to be alone. And we wanted to just give opportunities for moms and dads to, to be together, support each other. I got to ask you a quick question before we go. How do you have time for all your children and I, I get that question a lot um, to mm-hmm. me of people that have large families they said well how can they do that I can't even do it with two or three so what what how do you answer that question when you get that question from people I'm still not sure <laughs> <laughs> well I always think it's like well did you take time to eat today did you take time did you make an appointment to go to the doctor's like, did you, you, we make appointments all the time, and the reason that we do that is because we make those things a priority. So it's really just a matter of priori- priority and prioritizing our children, and then you can make it happen and fit it in if you're intentional about it. Happily, all the kids didn't arrive at once, <laughs> and then we could ease ourselves into this. But after, the, you know, after you move from man to man to zone defense, when right. you get from three kids to four, it, it doesn't feel like it's that much more kids because you're already moving as a tribe and as a, a herd of some sort. Um, but it does take, take effort, without a doubt, and it's uh, that idea of prioritizing. But when you have these kids and the older ones are starting to give back, that's when it's just like it, it, yeah. it makes it easier for us. Um, but we also said part of our brand is, is messy uh, family, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't always prioritize some of the things the world might. We prioritize time with our kids, time uh, celebrating together family life as well as celebrating our faith. Very, very good wisdom, and I, I love that your ministry is so practical, and people can still <laughs> still have time to get in on the pr- Play and Pray Challenge. How do they do that again? Visit us at MessyFamilyProject.org, and we have all the information that they need there at our website, MessyFamilyProject.org. And what have you two learned uh, in doing this throughout this ministry? And any big takeaways in 45 seconds. (laughs) I can say really simply that God's grace is enough. His grace is enough. It really is. When God God has given us these children, he has given us each other, and he is faithful. He is always faithful. When we feel like we can't do it, he shows up. He shows up for us. He's never going to abandon us. And that's why we know we're on the right track with this ministry as far as in doing it in our own lives, because we see the growth in us. So we know that if nothing else, we are growing, <laughs> and we are growing closer to the Lord through doing this ministry. So. And it makes people scratch their heads and realize it's got to be God, right? That's right. <laughs> you think that, believe me. <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, um, our guests today have been Mike and Alicia Hernan, founders and speakers of the Messy Family Project. You can get their uh, information and get signed up for good things at MessyFamilyProject.org. Thanks so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having us. God bless you guys. You have been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400. 
or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.